Welcome to the Terry and Jesse Show. Jess is out today. Father Charles Murr is filling in today. Special show, and I mean special, special. You know, Thursdays are dedicated to the Holy Eucharist. Why? <clears throat> because on Holy Thursday, that's when uh, the institution of the priesthood was instituted and the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, the Eucharist. So today we're going to be talking about the Mass of Ages. It's a video that over several hundred thousand people have watched. came out on just August 15th. I talked a little bit about it earlier in the week, and I'm excited to talk about the Mass, the source and summit of the Christian life. Father Murr, are you with us? I am. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I can say, that you're here. And Father Murr, you had some things to say about this movie because they actually had you do some interviews in the future shows, so I think it's appropriate that you talk about this wonderful video. But before we... We do that. I'd like to uh, bring in some of uh, God's word from the Mass. Each uh, day we have the Gospel, a reading from the Old and New Testaments. And today's reading, I think, is appropriate for everyone. I mean, every day is appropriate, but I, I really, the last couple days, have, Jesus has been like rebuking things and just, you know, people say, oh, the nice Jesus. Well, you're seeing another side of Jesus <clears throat> that uh, is really uh, waking people up, I think. So, Father Murr, it's Matthew chapter 24, 42 to 51. If you have it in front of you, you could read it. If not, I'm happy to read it. Sure, sure. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, stay awake. Mm -hmm. For you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Mm -hmm. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour, the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let him enter his home. So too, you also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time. Blessed is that servant whom his master upon his arrival finds doing so. Amen, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is long delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkenness. The servant's master will come at an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish him severely and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Boy, stay awake. Father, I'd love to hear... Your comments on that gospel? Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, it just reminds me. Someone, someone the other day, I wrote a comment on 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 one of the one of the blogs or you, on YouTube or something. Yes. And I got a, a you know kind of a nasty reply. Huh. I think I, I think I was I was defending I was defending the honor of the Blessed Mother. Good for one you. YouTube one of one of the YouTube tapes, and I got this nasty reply back from a from a man who said, um, "How do you expect anyone to be inspired by 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 femininity 
and 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 with that lady holding a little baby on 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 her knee what's that supposed to inspire anybody well he he he's missed the whole the whole message yeah. right the whole message of the incarnation yep. uh, but but anyway uh i i answered him i said well if you were if you were right with what you were saying if 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 what you were saying was true you'd be right but you're not so you're wrong right <laughs> the point is this the point is this that so often yeah. Today, you can take the innocent of the Christ child and of the Blessed Mother as being uh, this, this beautiful, white innocence, purity, simplicity uh, that, that we're called to, for example, at the Nativity, in the, at the Nativity, that when, when the shepherds came forward, the kings came to this little child who's no threat. You know, this is, this is how Christ begins his earthly life. He begins it this way to draw people to him without having to worry about anything. Later on, as he grows, he becomes, he speaks, he doesn't become anything because he always was what he was, but he speaks more and more boldly. And when he has his public ministry, the last three years of his life, he speaks not like an innocent little child in his mother's lap. He speaks like a man and a very strong man. And what he says is, is, is powerful. Uh, unfortunately, modernists yep, and that's what they are. liberals, yep. liberals of all sorts, progressives that we have today, have made our blessed Lord into a very let me. Um, I, I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say oh, yeah. it into an yeah. into an effeminate mockery. That's true. That's a fact. Uh, it's just it, it, they've got this. It's sort of he's, I, the way they paint Christ is uh, uh, sort of the sort of the way that I look at hippies in the 1960s. Mm -hmm. You know, a, yep. a, a little flower behind one ear and just going around and blessing everyone and everything is wonderful. Yeah. That's not the Christ. Did anyone bother to read the gospel? <laughs> really. I mean, have they ever opened up, you know, they opened up scripture and read my Lord, uh, you know, a hundred over 140 times hell is described and mentioned in the New Testament, 140 times. Our Lord speaks of it openly and tells people, wake up, wake up, because I don't want you going to that place. Wake up. Uh, a lot of the things that Christ says are hard things to stomach. We have the Eucharist, for example. We're going to be talking about the, the Eucharist today. I, I, as many times as I read chapter 6 of St. John, each time I'm inspired by the forcefulness, the, the strength, the masculinity of this man saying, you know what? I just told you that if you don't eat my body and drink my blood, let me say it again clearly to you. If you don't do that, yep. you have nothing to no do with me, and I don't have anything to do with you. Do you get it? I got it. I mean, he's speaking, uh, not you. <laughs> no, I get it, though. That's what the Bible says, man. It's, you have no life in you. I mean, my gosh, do you want it clearer than that? No, it's real clear. It, it, it's quite clear. And when And when the majority turned their backs on him because he said that mm -hmm. when they turned their backs on him and walked away he turned to the 12 That's right the 12 apostles Very these important. men who had been living with him for three years and saw his miracles 
knew all of his teachings, knew him intimately, his personality and his dynamism and his grace. And he turns and he says to them, can you imagine the, the look? I love this. God man. looking at God I know, man. This is powerful. Right in the eye. Yeah. Saying to you, saying to you, you want to go too? You can still catch up with them. There they are. They, I can still see them. You can catch up with them. But I'm not changing one word of what I just got done saying. Awesome. And, the, you know, this, and this is the, here, here comes in the, the mystery of the Eucharist. And, and who, who, who really grasps that mystery is St. Peter. That's right. All of the others remain silent. And St. Peter steps forward and says, I love this expression. Go ahead. Lord, where <laughs> would we go? Exactly. What do you mean? What do you mean? Or do we want to catch up with those people? Where would we go? You're the only one we've ever heard with words of eternal life. Amen. We want eternal life. We're sticking it. with you. And what, what St. Peter is saying is, and this is the Eucharist, remember? Amen. Amen. Prefiguration of the Eucharist, John 6. Yep. And, and what, what Peter is saying, what he, I think he's saying, okay, if I'm wrong, God forgive me, but the way I've always read it was, Lord, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly, but I trust. I don't get it. I, yeah. I, eating your body and drinking your blood, I don't know what you're talking about. But if you say that that's what we have to do, well, here we are. We're going to do it. Exactly. All right? All right. This is, this is the great faith in the Eucharist, and this is the teaching in the Eucharist. Amen. And it requires faith. And that's why we've lost, we've lost so many people right. to Protestantism Yep. because it's too hard for them. They can't stomach it. They can't take this. They decided to go with the, with the followers over the hill because it was too hard of a thing to listen to. Yep. And we've lost a great deal of our own also. Absolutely. A great deal of our own. All right. Anyway, that's. Father, excellent, that's, excellent. It's yeah, really not about the gospel of today, but that's... No, but it is we, It Lord. is tying into our, our the Holy Eucharist. And when we come back, I'm going to set the stage. I've got several great books in my studio. One called These Are the Sacraments by Fulton Sheen. I have another one, uh, Mystery of the Altar, Daily Meditations of the Eucharist. I have the Latin-English booklet Missal for the traditional Trinitine Mass. I have a prayer when we come back. Uh, wait to hear what Fulton Sheen, who, who Bishop Sheen's uh, writing with, because it's going to tie right into the Holy Mass. I'll just tell you who's on the train with Bishop Sheen. It's St. Pope Pius X, my friend. And when we come back, wait to hear what he has to say about the Mass. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show. Father Charles Murr's here. We're going to be reviewing a great video called The Mass of Ages. Uh, it's going to be beautiful for people to watch on YouTube. You can just put in the Mass of Ages. I want to also remind everybody, Father Murr will be here for the uh, conference on St. Joseph, the 18th of September. I'd love to have you meet him. If you want to register for that conference, all-day conference, call 877-526-2151 or go online to vmpr.org. When we come back, we're going to have Fulton Sheen and St. Pope Pius X. And let's see what he has to say about the Mass. Stay with us, family. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. Father Charles Murr is here. 
We're talking about the new video, The Massive Ages. Fantastic video that everybody should go and see. But we're going to bring the smartest guy into the room right now, Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. And if I can hear that whistle of that train, full speed ahead. And I'm laughing at this. Before I tell you who's on board with Fulton Sheen, one of our listeners who's a, gra- who's a, a senior at a uh, Benedictine college in, in uh, Kansas sent me a letter and some stickers. Uh, can you folks see this on the video? It's a sticker that someone would put on their refrigerator of a choo-choo train with Fulton Sheen saying, Full Sheen ahead. She, she said she's got a, a little uh, business called Red Bubble selling stickers of saints. And they included our little sticker called Full Sheen Ahead because of she's a listener of the Terry and Jesse show. So I have to give her kudos to that. It's called Red, Red Bubble uh, Stickers. And uh, redbubble.com is her website, so check it out. All right, what does Bishop Sheen have to say? It's not Bishop Sheen, it's St. Pope Pius X, because I'm trying to focus everything on the Holy Mass. And this is a prayer that Pope Pius X put together before Mass. He said this, and he's teaching us about the Mass. The Holy Mass is a prayer itself, even the highest prayer that exists. It is the sacrifice dedicated by our Redeemer at the cross and repeated every day on the altar. If you wish to hear Mass as it should be heard, you must follow with eyes, heart, and mouth all that happens at the altar. Further, you must pray with the priest the holy words said by him in the name of Christ and which Christ says by him. You have to associate your heart with your holy feelings which are contained in these words. And in this manner, you ought to follow all that happens on the altar. When acting in this way, you have prayed Holy Mass. So the line here on this, this is a booklet I got. Whenever I go to the Trinitine Mass, I have this booklet called the Latin English Booklet Missal, Praying for the Traditional Mass. And the prayers before Mass are just so beautiful in this booklet. And then I, I'll, I'll just say this one thing last, Father, that the prayer before Mass, before the traditional Latin Mass, I love this prayer. It says, Eternal Father, I unite myself with the intentions and the affections of Our Lady of Sorrows on Calvary. And I offer to thee the sacrifice which the beloved Son made of himself on the cross, which he now renews on this holy altar. I offer it in the name of all mankind, with the masses which are now being offered and all those which will be offered throughout the world this day. And there's more prayers in it, but it's just so elevated, Father, when you when you pray these prayers before Mass, you realize you're coming inside, uh, from the outside of that world into the supernatural life when you go to that Mass and you have these prayers prayed. So, Father Murr, I would like to ask you, and I know you've you say the traditional mass, the Trinitine Mass, and you've said it for years, and I I've ha- I've been at your I've you know, I've seen you say mass, and it's beautiful, uh, very reverent. But my question is, tell us a little bit about this video called the Mass of Ages, and what's the story behind it? Uh well, that's kind of a that's kind of a uh, big thing, huh? That's kind of a full question, but let me let me Simply. do this. Uh, about about um, oh maybe eight months ago or so, 
I I received uh, an email and then a follow-up telephone call from a young man by the name of Cameron O'Hearn. Oh, yeah. And uh, he spoke uh, very correctly, very properly, very formally. I love that when I, when I hear the young speaking correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and asked, could he have, could he do an interview with me? Could he have an interview with me uh, for a project that he had? And the project was going to be um, a film that they wanted to put out. He and a, and a, and a, a group of, of people mm-hmm. on the on the Tridentine Mass. Okay. On the on the Mass, and they were calling it the Mass of the Ages. I love that title. Uh, beautiful, beautiful title for the for the Tridentine Mass, mm-hmm. the Mass of the Ages. And I said certainly, certainly. Well, they they came to uh, they came here to San Francisco from the I believe they're from the East Coast. I'm not exactly sure, but they 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 flew into San Francisco. And he arrived with a with a, a, a crew of, of four other four other young men, mm-hmm. uh, all about his same age, and a camera crew, professional Great. from from uh, from Los Angeles. I was amazed at the professional the professional uh, mm-hmm. the professionalism of the whole of the whole thing. Anyway, we sat down. We did a we did an interview, which, by the way, and I'm not I'm not trying to promote my interview, but I'm just saying this is how I knew about it. Oh yeah, we did no. the interview, which was about an hour and a half. It's going to be in the second Good. Uh, part of Mass of the Ages. They were just going to do one, and then they got so much material and so much input and so much enthusiasm from Good. people that they decided to make it into a trilogy. Awesome. So it's going it's it's going to be three episodes the one that you saw the one that yes. on the 15th of august was yes. episode episode one and episode two that just in parentheses i'm going to be in <laughs> is is coming around uh, coming out around christmas time beautiful and three will be later than that but but it's uh, it was re- re- remarkable i watched the first one uh, with complete interest, and I would I would recommend that to all of your listeners, yes. to all of your listeners, to 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 listen. Just get on, you can go on YouTube, uh, or I think that I think they also they have their own. It's on Parlor uh, too. It's on all kinds of formats. It's on Parlor. Yes. It's, okay, I should start promoting Parlor more and get off of. I YouTube, agree with right? you. Agree. Anyway, yeah, I agree too. I'm just too lazy. I'll, I'll get at it. <laughs> <You're> funny. <laughs> too, too lazy. Too lazy, and and not too young. Yeah. Problem. When you learn one thing, you don't want to leave it. But I'll I'll, I'll do it for the sake of the kingdom. Amen. Anyway, uh, but uh, I, I watched the the first one. I, I saw it twice, as a matter of fact. It was it's very very well done. You know, Terry, you and I were talking years ago Dumb. about uh, the problem with a lot of a lot of religious. Uh, films, especially films, uh, yes. videos, films, mm-hmm. movies. Uh, I, the, pardon me, I'm going to use a word. I, it might not be the proper word, but every, just about all of them that I've seen gave me the impression when I was seeing them of cheesy. They were, they're just, they, yeah. they were just, they were missing something. Yes. There was a, there was a, there was a lack of professional, mm-hmm. Uh, professionalism in them. You could see it. It was it, there was something missing. Uh, this is to the contrary. This is this is absolutely professional. When I saw when I, for example, when I see anything that Mel Gibson has done uh, yes. religiously, uh, Apocalypse, uh, the, the the of course the Passion of the Christ, the most the most marvelous movie ever ever produced. Um, 
that's that's professionalism. That's yes. absolute professionalism. This also, Mass of the Ages, it has a professionalism that's really beautiful. It's it's beautiful to watch. Father, can I just jump in real quick? I just sure. want you to, while I'm listening to you, I'm saying you're absolutely right. I watched it this morning, actually, and I was so moved by it. And now I know why several priests, and I'm talking about Vatican diplomats who are older priests, they watched that video and they told me they were in tears. And why were they in tears? Because of the beauty of that video on the Mass. It just brought tears to their eyes. And I think, I really think beauty is what attracts people to the faith. And I'm going to make a prediction. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. But I think this video will become a classic, this trilogy of videos. It's going to be a classic to teach people the beauty of the Mass. It will be something that will attract people. And I'm going to make a prediction right on the air. I could be wrong, Father. But I think that this is actually going to be a vehicle to reignite the traditional Latin mass to a point where people are going to say, well, I, what is, what? I never heard, I never saw this. I've never been to, and I've been to Trinitine mass for what, 30 years now, uh, you know, mm-hmm. going periodically. But I got to tell you, the video really moved me as a layman to see the beauty of the traditional Latin mass. You know what just came to mind, Terry? No, I want to know. Okay. You said you had talked to to, uh, to yeah. several priests yes. who actually who actually cried. That's right, this. they did. Uh, I I I didn't uh, uh, I, I didn't actually cry, but I was choked up. Okay. At a couple of points, yeah. I really was. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of this that psalm when the the Jews are uh, living in captivity, mm-hmm. and and their their captors say to them, "Sing us a song of Zion." Yeah. And all we could do was sit by the rivers of Babylon and weep. Yeah. Because when, when, when you see what we left, what we abandoned, yes. what we ran away from, yes. you, 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 your, your, heart, your heart wants to go back to Zion. You want to return home. It's, and I'm telling you, it's, it's that. It's, and for what we left, what we left it for. Yeah. If you see, uh, anyway, I'm not going to. Well, get no, I'm going to say something about this right now, Father. I got yeah. people who tell me constantly, even just coming to visit Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament with this COVID nineteen, churches closing, people are yeah. hungry for the supernatural. I just want to say that, and I'll, I will say sure this: do. they cry when they come in to visit Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. And I'm going to make that prediction that you know many people. We have very few people. This video shows the statistics how few people are going to, to a Sunday mass and how many we've lost over these 50 years and yeah. how many people don't believe in the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. Is there a connection that says the way you worship is the way you believe? Absolutely correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's my take. Yeah. And when we come back from the break, Father, I want to ask you more about the uh, mass and this video and how uh, you know this is going to affect uh, really a renewal in the church. I mean, I'm speaking a lot about this video as saying it's going to do a lot. Well, I, I'm going to tell you because we've been starving for so long. So many people have no clue. I saw in the video where the guy who's studying theology, and he says, I just thought that after the Second Vatican Council, the Mass became, you know, in the vernacular. No. <laughs> right. I know, but he's a smart man. He didn't know that. Yeah. 
Well, right. that's what right. this video is going to do. Father Murr, I want to also re recommend people are going to have an opportunity to meet you on the 18th of September here at the Sacred Heart Chapel. We're doing a whole day on the life of St. Joseph, and uh, we're going to open it up for men and women to come and uh, talk about the role St. Joseph has in the family and in our individuals. So I want to encourage people to go to our website, vmpr.org, to register for that conference. Or if you don't want to go on the website, just call 877-526-215. And we're also going to have a second priest, uh, Father Stephen Wuniski from Chicago, flying in. He's a, he's a man that was trained by Father John Harden before he went into the seminary. Father Harden really encouraged him to become a priest. And he's, uh, his gift is... Um, really at the abortion clinics, praying for women to, uh, you know, help with their, keep their babies. He'll be there. My wife will be there. Go to vmpr.org or call us at 877-526-2151. When we come back with Father Charles Murr, we'll talk more about the Mass, the Source, and Summit of the Christian Life. Stay with us, family. We want to inspire you to fall deeper in love with the Holy Eucharist. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back. Jess is out. Father Charles Murr is filling in today. And we're talking about this video called The Mass of Ages. But I want to also mention Thursday is the day that the institution of the Holy Eucharist came about. And the priesthood. So it's such a beautiful day to talk about the Holy Eucharist. And by the way, everybody, every Thursday, I invite people in Southern California to come to the Sacred Heart Chapel at 7 p.m. to 9. We take two hours and pray for people like Father Charles Murr, all priests, all bishops, and the Holy Father. And you know what our prayer is? To confirm us in our faith. Yeah, we've <laughs> to confirm us in our faith and be faithful to Christ. And I know that priests appreciate that, bishops, and I hope the Holy Father and everyone in the priesthood appreciate that we lay people are making sacrifices for them, that they will confirm us in our faith. Father Murr, before I ask you a question, I love these prayers before Mass that are in the Latin-English booklet missal for praying the traditional Mass. And think about this, folks. This is a prayer you pray. It's like going from the outside world into the supernatural world. Here's what we pray. To, ado where? to adore thee and give thee honor which is due to thee, confessing thy supreme dominion over all things and the absolute dependence of everything upon thee who art one and the last end. To thank thee, this is what we're doing at Mass, to thank thee for the innumerable benefits we have received. Number two, to appease the justice around us by so many sins and to make satisfaction for them, to implore grace and mercy for myself, for thy church, for all afflicted and sorrowing, for the poor sinners, for those whom I promise to pray, and for all the world, and for the holy souls in purgatory. Amen. So each holy mass, each holy sacrifice of the mass is offered for four ends. This is what we were that we were taught, Father Murr, when we were kids, and it still should be taught. Here's the four ends. Adoration, thanksgiving, reparation, and petition. Your thoughts. Oh, wow. My thoughts. Yeah. You're giving me a whole ball field. I know I am, but it's true. This is this is very sure. elevating, Father. Oh, it is. It is indeed. It is indeed. I think, you know, just the, just the fact that there are 
prayers before. Yes. You know, the, the how do I say it? The mass mm-hmm. is, if you look at it this way, Gentlemen. this way is Gentlemen. to be looked at. Gentlemen. The mass is an act of daring. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is an act of daring. What we dare to do is reach back or let ourselves be pulled back. This is great. Yes. To to the to the to the Last Supper, but above all, to the crucifixion and death of our Lord. Exactly. The 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 the, the, the moment that heaven was open to this this fantastic moment. We're going back in time. We're going back two thousand years. Beautiful. And that we dare to do this. I love the Our Father. I, I, even when I was when I was saying mass in English, I used to emphasize. I do now in Latin. I emphasize the word uh, audere, but I used to emphasize it in English also. Taught by our Savior's command and formed by God's holy word. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. We dare. Yeah. We dare to say, "Our Father." We dare call God our Father. Mm-hmm. We dare, and this. This act of this this daring, with a, with a certain amount of fear, yes. Not 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 word fear of, of hell. No, it's holy fear fear. fear. fear because we're entering into the exactly. holy. This is what this is what fear of the Lord is, right? Man, amen, exactly Father. That fear of the Lord, right? You nailed it. With that, we get closer. We get closer to these mysteries. That's right. And we we approach them, and because we're. Even in the act of approaching, mm-hmm. in the first steps toward, yes. we say prayers that make us worthy, That's that right. make us understand what we're entering into. Before we even begin, we, we try to get, what is this? This is shaking the dust off your shoes. Exactly. Well this said. is shake, shaking the dust off your shoes and, and dusting off your shoulders and, yes. and, and, and giving your hat a few whacks to get all the dirt and dust and everything off. Clean yourself up a little bit. Get rid of the that spirit of the world that that's hanging on to you. That's right. Get rid of that to dare come closer. Wow. It's it's beautiful. If if we would realize that in reverence, we would be another church. It would be a different church. It I really would. Totally agree with you, Father Murray. You're getting me excited because I have to tell you, I learned everything you just said from the great Archbishop Fulton Sheen back when I was 14 yeah. years old. Really, I learned about the Mass. That's who taught me so much of those insights. When he said, the priest who offers the sacrifice merely lends to Christ his voice and his fingers. It is Christ who is the priest. It is Christ right. who is the victim. Right. I mean, you know how many people don't know that today in the Catholic Church, Father? I, I bring that up to people and they go, I never heard that before. And Well, why is, why, why is that, Terry? Stop there for a second. That's a good why question to ask. Tell me. Well, well, no, you tell me. Oh, well, my thought, I'll tell you what it is. My theory, well, okay, me. my theory why people don't know what the Mass is is because we've stopped. Well, there's several reasons. I, I, can, I can think of three, but number one, the catechesis on the Mass uh, is very little. Number two, uh, and I'm just going to be honest with you when I say this, the Novus Ordo Mass has about a million ways you can pray the Mass, okay? So Father can come in and say, good morning. Hey, what'd you think of the football game last week, you know, last weekend? Oh, yeah, the Raiders won or whatever. It can be so benign that the supernatural doesn't come out as clear as the old Mass. Now, that's me who goes to the Mass every day, 
uh, for what, 51 years and, and, you know, going to daily mass. But when I go to the Trinitine mass, the Latin mass, it's very clear what's happening. And my point to you is I, it takes a lot more effort for me. Now, I can do it. I, I can do it with the Novus Ordo Mass, especially when we say it and we have it in Latin, which is what Vatican II wanted it in Latin. I'm, I'm all for it because Latin is a sacred language. So, number one, poor catechesis. Number two, just the way the Mass is said uh, in the new Mass, it doesn't articulate the supernatural as much as the old Mass. That, I won't go further. Right. I want to hear your thoughts. Am I onto something? No, I, I, first of all, I agree with everything you said, but okay. uh, but I but I will take it a little bit further. Sure. It. I remember. I remember being struck by this heresy. We were being taught about it in when, in, uh, in the seventies. Studying theology. Yeah, remember you? Right? Tra- yeah. Go ahead. There was a her- the her- I, I wish I could remember the name of it. I'm getting old. I, I, I'm getting <laughs> that's, half- that's all right. Join I'm forgetting my own middle name. For, you know. <laughs> but but this heresy yeah. had to do. It was a Protestant heresy that still exists today, and it said the following. Uh It said, if this this is before the Protestants were were, had broken away from the Catholic Church, Mm -hmm. they said, if the priest who's celebrating mass, who's offering mass, is not in a perfect state of grace. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Then the sacrament is not valid. Wrong. Go ahead. Of course it's wrong. Of course it's wrong. But but my point with that is right then and there began the cult of the person. Oh, there you go. I didn't think of that. Right. It's yes. The, the importance of the priest as person, it's about the man. It's about that man. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it has nothing to do with him. It has nothing. It has very little to do with I that man. So. <laughs> what, that man is important in as much as he can stand up and talk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because Christ, who, it is Christ who is who is the high priest. It is Christ there. Yep. This man is taking the the priest is is being is is representing him, helping mm-hmm. to represent the the Eucharist. Yes. Uh, this this idea of the cult of the person is very important. That's, so so you hear people. Do you know how many sermons I've sat through all of my life before and after I was mm-hmm. a priest that I went, I wanted to fall asleep. Oh yeah. A lot, of course. A lot, because there are some, some there are some men who are gifted, and some who just are not. That's we had. Let me just make a little parenthesis sure. here. We had, we had when I was growing up, we had great, we had two great priests, and they were always at the house, and they were just wonderful, wonderful men. They were transferred after so many years. One, one was sent here, and one was sent the other place, and we got a new priest. I won't tell you his name, but I'm thinking of him. And I could not believe we went to Mass. I couldn't understand a word he said, not a word he said. And and mumble, and and we're all looking at each other. We couldn't believe this, especially after after such really dynamic preaching. and, And going, Well, people were complaining. They began to complain. I'm going to tell you something about this priest. He stayed there. He was pastor of that church for almost, oh my gosh, almost 20 years. Wow. That church was packed over time. That priest left no one waiting in confessional lines. He was there for confession all the time. He was there when anybody died. He brought the blessed sacrament to heaven. He had no Eucharistic ministresses or ministers. Yep. None. He brought the blessed sacrament to each home. 
prayed with people who were dying, cared for everyone, never an unkind word. The man was a saint. Yep. Could he preach? Not to save his life. <laughs> he couldn't. But you know what? Actions speak louder than words, it Father. It, it didn't matter because after after a few years, everyone in the parish realized yeah, we have a hope. saint. Yeah. We have a saint here. Yeah. He, his life was preaching. Yes. His entire life. Exactly. And I mean that. I'm not exaggerating. When he died, nobody, the people were on the streets to, to hear mass. Nobody fit in the church. Amazing. The, it wasn't. And why? Because it wasn't about him. Yeah. He did, it wasn't the cult of his person. What am I going to say next week? Should I do somersaults next week for entertainment? <laughs> I did cartwheels the week before. Exactly. What should I do next week? Yeah. About a trapeze the next month. Let's see if we can install one of those. It's not that. It's not that at all. And you've got these poor men killing themselves, trying to come up, innovate, yeah. to create things that are of interest to hope. It. No, if they would take time to explain to people what was going on in mass, they wouldn't have to innovate anything. Exactly. And can I say something about ad orientum, about the priest not facing the people? I, I, I know exactly. I interviewed Abbot Boniface years ago. Let me tell people about Abbot. This is a good teaser for the break. We're going to talk about someone who um, had been at the Vatican II Council before, during, and after, and what he had to say about the implementation of the new Mass and why Ad Orientum is such an important aspect. You know what, Terry? Yes. You know what, Terry? This program needs to be two hours longer. We'll be right back with more on the Terry and Jesse Show. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back. Father Charles Murr here talking about my favorite topic, the Holy Eucharist, the Mass. And I gave a little tease, and I think I heard Father Charles say, Father Murr say that, hey, we could talk for two hours on Ad Orientum. What is that? That means that the priest is not facing the people at Mass. He's facing God. And I think, Father, that supports your position, and I agree with that, that the priest's personality when, he, when we have Mass needs to be put aside because uh, it can be a big distraction. I don't want to see him smiling and making a joke to me. I want him to help me lead the prayers of the Mass. But that's my take. What did you want to say about that? Because we got cut off at the yeah, no, that's, you know, That's exactly it. The whole idea is, first of all, mm-hmm. Two things help to this. A lot of things help to this, but two two things major. Three steps up. Three steps up to the altar. Right. At least three steps. Some 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 places have five. Some have twenty. Right. Sure. Oh yeah. At least three steps up is and, and higher. Yes. Which gives the idea of going up to going up to what going up to like 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 uh, Abraham went up exactly. to for the sacrifice to that to that holy mountain. Yeah. All right, going up, but also facing God. We, we it, it's wrong to say the priest gives his back to the people. That's you know crazy. My, I told I told you this years ago. My 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 grandmother said when they were talking about this, she said, "Well, wouldn't she?" They were talking about the priest having turning around in the late you know mid sixties or whatever they did that. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, and because it was more meaningful, it was more this, it was more that. And my grandmother said, well, I hope nobody convinces the bus driver of doing the same. Ah, 
<laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the next, the next time a, I get on a bus, I don't want the bus driver around. Around looking oh, talking to us. Oh, that he is. He better be facing. He better be facing the right direction. That is going off funny. A you know, I've heard that. And, that so, is, and he's he's the one driving us. That's like, hilarious. Well, so is the priest driving us to in, taking us to a direction, but it, it's a, a great help not to see his face. Yes, it is, Father. Not to see the face. Did you ever wonder? Did you ever wonder? And I'm sure you have. Yeah. Why there's yeah. no physical description of Christ in the gospel? Yeah, why I, wa- no I wondered about that. Description yes. of the Blessed Mother. Right. I mean, can you imagine? First of all, I mean, just how handsome mm-hmm. and virile yes. this man must have been. Oh, if yeah. he is, he is the perfection of humanity. Exactly. He is the realization. He is God's design for the for the perfect man. Right. And 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 imagine this to to our our our, our anti Marian friends out there. Mm-hmm. Right. This this perfect man from all eternity had, if you will, the mind of God the perfect woman and here you have the son this is amazing when you stop to think of it and and even even non-catholics have to agree with this if, if they believe anything of, at all you have the son s-o-n creating his own mother right can you imagine how beautiful that oh, was big time I mean, could you and I, you and I, think that our mothers are the most beautiful things in the of world? Of course, they were wonderful and everything. They were given to us. We had no, we had no choice in the matter. I didn't choose my mother, the color of her eyes, how tall she was going to be, uh, her talents or anything. None of that. Nobody asked me. Christ assembled His own mother, put her together, created a, the made a dream into a reality yep. when He created His own mother. And he designed her and created her so that he, God, could be born of her. This is this is this is beautiful. unbelievable, oh, beautiful. beautiful. But but there is no description. There's no physical description of our Lord. That's true. In the gospel, That's the right. only thing that I can get out, and I would share this with you, he must have been. I look at the at the shroud. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yep. Which 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 I'm not I'm not putting that as a 100 percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. But I, yes, I believe in it. But I'm, I still can't put that as a 100 percent thing right. to people who don't believe. Right? right. Right. But but I have I know I knew before I even really investigated the shroud of Turin that this man had to be at least six feet tall. Exactly. Why do I know that? Because in the gospel, he talked to, to 5,000 people at, at a time, and they all heard him. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it just, it, makes it, sense. It, it's, it's obvious. He, what a voice this man must have had. You got it. Can you imagine? Without, without, without a PA system? Yep. Right? Yep. No, no loudspeakers? This is it? He could speak, and 5,000 people heard him? This is, this, is, this, is a, this is a man, a real man. Now, there, but there's no physical description of he. Why? So that you, the believer, I, I believe this. I believe it was purposely done. I believe it was purposely not put in Scripture to describe the face of our Lord and of Our Lady. Mm-hmm. Even of the apostles, we, did, we don't have a description of them. And I think that was on purpose. I think I agree with you. You, were, you were left with the idea, this is the perfect man. Now, we've got six billion people in the world. Each one of you has a different idea of perfection, of the perfect man. Mm-hmm. Employ it. You're free to employ it. Yeah. <laughs> Use it. 
No, that's it. Because good. this was the perfect man, right? And this is the perfect woman. This is the new Adam, the new Eve. Right. But the priest, getting back to our point, the priest is supposed to lose his identity. Exactly. His personal identity is to be lost. Right. It's to be lost. You're not to be able, you're not to see him. He's supposed to be lost in the, in, in the cloud, like Moses was lost in the cloud when he went up to the Ten Commandments. Lost. Be lost. Get out. It's not about him. It is about Christ acting. Yeah. We have, we have abandoned all of this. And as a consequence, Terry, and you know this better than anybody, assistance at Mass, yep. down. Belief in the Eucharist, down. down. Belief. Belief in sin, yep. down. No confession. I, I was the last time I was at a particular parish. I won't name name, name the parish. It doesn't matter because they wouldn't have me back anyway. But <laughs> I was at a parish and I congratulated them. I, I was there for summer help. I congratulated them at Sunday masses mm-hmm. for having for having stopped out sin. Yeah. I said I, I said here here this, here's the church that holds eight hundred. And I'm sure that 790, 95 of you have come up for communion. Yeah. And I sat all afternoon yesterday in the confessional, and only three of you came to confess. You, you've done it. Yeah. You've accomplished it. You've, you've, you've wiped out sin. You've yeah. stopped sinning. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> no, Father. I've been to such a holy parish. Yeah. This is, that was the last time I was there. Of course you're going to be not asked that. Father, yeah. uh, Bill Casey made those points for years that, you know, wait, wait a minute. Everybody's going to communion, but no one's going to confession. Now, Father Joe Ilo, up in your neck of the woods, up in San Francisco, was just on Great man. Uh, Church Militant yeah. talking about uh, a homily about the Eucharist and saying that he hears from people saying that, you know, this particular parish on a Sunday, only eight people show up for Mass. And uh, yeah. at this parish, only 40 people show up for Mass. So there's a crisis. And here's my, here's my take, because we only have a couple minutes left. And Father... I want people to go see uh, the video, you know, the uh, mass of the ages. But I'm going to be, I'm going to stick my neck out because I don't mind doing that because, uh, you know, well, I just think that uh, it's it's something to do right now because it's important. And that is, I'm going to say that for the last 50 years, the experiment, and I call it the the new mass of Pope Paul the uh, Sixth, you know, it wasn't implemented according to Vatican II. I think that I, that can be demonstrated very clearly. But I think also we've experienced such a downfall of people coming to Mass, believing in the real presence, that the experiment um, was a failure. And I mean, I'm just being from a layman. From my perspective, I'm not in management. And I think that this movie that is called The Mass of the Ages, I think will relate to a lot of people who are wanting the supernatural, and they're going to be attracted to want to go to the traditional Latin Mass and I think that's a good thing. And I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a, a, a resurgence, resurgence of people wanting, whether even if it's the Anglican Ordinariate, which is uh, basically a Trinitine Mass in English, 80% of it, it is. But in other oh, words, beautiful. having a more it's sacred... Mass with a beautiful. Yeah, but more sacred liturgy. This is what we're crying for. Am I on to something? Yeah. Absolutely. We're, 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 we're hit by the secular... Yeah. All day long, all yeah. day long, constantly. It doesn't matter where you are. Right. I can't even get away from the garbage music when I'm in an elevator or in a supermarket. Exactly. It's, it's, it's garbage constantly. What, what man, modern man and woman, I, when I say man, I mean mm-hmm. men and women, for sure. goodness sake, we're speaking English. Uh, 
wants, is looking for, is a respite in all of this nonsense, a place to get away from it and, and, to, and to get in connection with God and with himself. Yeah. This, this doesn't exist. No. And it certainly doesn't exist in a mass where, in the, in the Novus Ordo Mass, mm-hmm. where you're, to, you're taught to be busy. As long as you're busy and we hold your attention, you're participating. Yeah. That's not that's, participation. That's, not parti- that's just that's the not, opposite. That's not what is meant. No. Nope. You know? and, and, and I'm going to tell you something else, too. Tell me. God, God forgive me for this. I'm, I'm going to get myself in trouble. I already did. <laughs> you're going to regret having met me, Terry. That's all right. I'll meet you <laughs> back in heaven, brother. Go ahead. Here's the, here's the thing. The reaction to the Latin Mass, to the, to the Tridentine Mass. And let me, let me just say this, too, because you brought up a point that really should be clarified. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the Latin Mass, yes. people, people think that the, the, you said this already. But I did. I'm going to say it again. Yeah. People think that the new Mass is simply the old Mass nope. put in English. It is not. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. Mm-hmm. It has elements that are similar. Sure. Some that are exactly the same, but it is a different creation, and it was done purposely to be different, yep. right? It was made differently. It is not just a translation. That's, that's the problem. Yep. If it were, we wouldn't have anything to complain about, except that, that some people like Latin. It's not about Latin. It's about the Mass itself. And, and the, 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 point is, the point is that people are getting very nervous, Yes. About the Tridentine Mass and angry. They want to stop it. Well, why? Because it's the one why that people be, want to go to. Why would, you be, why would you be nervous and you want to stop it and frustrate it and, and, and throw people out of the church because, because of the Mass that people have been hearing for 16, 17, 1800 years? Yeah. This is crazy. 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 Father, let's pray. I just got a word that we had a lot of our soldiers just die within the last couple hours. In Afghanistan, oh, near the airport, oh, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let the perpetual let light the perpetual shine light upon down. them. Father, uh, give us a blessing, and could you do it in Latin for us, please? <laughs> I certainly could. Amen. Amen. Terry, God bless you, Thanks, and God Father. bless all the listeners. All right, and go to the YouTube channel or wherever it's at, The Mass of Ages. Watch it. And I think everybody will have a greater appreciation for the holy sacrifice of the Mass, the Eucharist, the source and summit of the Christian life. And join, meet Father Murr on the 18th of September here at the Sacred Heart Chapel. We have a conference on the on St. Joseph, our patron. Uh, the way you can register is go to vmpr.org or call us at 877-526-2151. May God richly bless you and your family. Full Sheen Ahead, up next, Dr. Sandoval Show.